Welcome to Stonebreaker Archery, String and Sling. My name's Jesse. I will be your host and always forevermore be your host. So with no further ado, let's get this started. Yeah. Alright, so... As you guys can hear going on right now, there is some uh, sound effects that I'm trying to play with and maybe help make this show a little bit more entertaining. At least, for me, it's more entertaining. I kind of like playing with new stuff. So, let's talk schedule. I'm a little bit off schedule and getting this podcast out there and released to you all. However, uh, as many of you know, This past weekend was the Expo in Kalamazoo, and it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, Today's episode, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that show and what I saw, what we did. Um, So to set the stage for you guys, Sky and I, we hopped in uh, his car, and we basically drove 13 and a half hours from... Fort Drum, New York, to Kalamazoo, Michigan. So, when you guys read the title for this podcast, you will understand. Um, It it was just basically, it was an entire weekend of heavy metal, meat sticks, and archery. So, man, I, I don't even know how to really get into talking about all of this but we'll we'll start at the beginning so sky and i we hop in a hop in his car and we take off from here and we had 81 south for about oh about 45 minutes and then we hop on i-90 and we're going i-90 west and basically the entire trip is i-90 west so we're cruising along, we're making good time, and all of a sudden, we hit snow. Uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, we hit snow, and they were like, yeah, there was a 20-car pileup. You, you need to get off the highway and uh, find a way around. So we hop off the highway. Well, we got off a highway that was dry and bare, and we went through the back roads of Erie, Pennsylvania, that were covered in like six inches of snow. It was just absolutely crazy. No road maintenance had been done at that point. Uh, but we made it. Got back on the highway. Took us about, oh, I don't know, 35, 40 minutes anyways to to get our reroute done there. And we're cruising along. We're cruising along some more. And, uh, where were we? I, I think we were in uh, Ohio. Yeah, we were in Ohio at this point and Bam! We got to get off the highway again. Highway shut down. So I do a quick Google search and find out why the highway shut down. Someone 
And this is, mind you, this is at like noon. Someone had got so drunk and drove their car that they fell out of their car and caused an accident. It was interesting. So we wound up rolling in to Kalamazoo at about 10 o'clock that night. The show was already over just straight to the hotel. We got our hotel room. We got some beer. And we sat in the hotel room, had a few beers, went to bed, and we got up the next day. So, arriving at Kalamazoo. Now, I've never been there before. Um, I had barely talked to people that had gone before. So, I had no idea what to expect. All I know is there was a really nice flyer going around. And there were supposed to be a lot of vendors there. And I just, I had no idea what to expect. So, we roll into the show. And man, it was just, it was awesome. Roll into the show. First guy I see, Mr. Bob Brum. Uh, great Northern Archery. Terrific man. Stopped, shook his hand. Reintroduced myself because we'd never met in person before, shook his hand, and oh, it was just, it was awesome. Because he looked at me, and he was like, you kind of look familiar. Why do I know you? I was like, well, I order a a lot of your your straps. And he said, but why do I know you? And I was like, I make bow fishing spools. And he was like, that's why I know you. Did you bring any of those with you? Yeah, I sure did. Here, leave one at the table with me. So I left one at the table with him. Um... Then we cruised around a little bit. I found the Sock Trail booth. Uh, If you guys are not tracking yet, uh, I had a very important bow built for me. It was a memorial bow. Floored. Just floored. Mike Roberts, Mike Dryfout just absolutely killed it with that bow. And Bo Collins down down Florida way, he did me up a quiver and an arm guard. That really matches up with the bow great. It, it, there's going to be way more pictures to come. I'm not going to talk about my bow much. Even though I, I really want to. And I could go on for days about it. Because this thing is. It's just epic. So. I'm, I'm going to leave it right there. Uh, hop on Facebook. Go to. One of many many archery groups. And you'll be able to see pictures of my bow. Videos of me getting it and my first shots with it. So, moving on to the rest of the show. One thing that I was absolutely astounded with just floored me at this event. So, they have a little shooting range set up. And there's people lined up. It doesn't take very long. They limit you to four arrows even if the line is is way backed up, it doesn't take you longer than 10 minutes to get up there and shoot. Now what's happening is, is these people are going to these individual bow builders and vendors, and they're picking up a product, and they simply say, I'd like to shoot this. So they pick up this bow, no money down, no no credit check, no, no nothing. And they say, I want to try this. And they walk up to this nice little, I don't know, I figure it was maybe a, a five or a six yard range. 
and they test shoot these bows. There is no other community on the face of the planet that will be just absolutely be like, try it before you buy it. And, and I mean, you're not talking about $150, $200 bows. I mean, there was legitimately bows at that show that cost thousands of dollars. Um, me personally, some of the highlights of the bows that I shot, uh, I definitely shot a, a Java Man elk heart. I shot uh, one of the Siberian tiger uh, shrew bows. Uh, I shot the brand new Sock Trail Seneca takedown. The Sock Trail Seneca takedown, let me tell you guys about this thing. It's built with birch burl. Absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous bow. Oh, it's gorgeous. Um, I happen to be shooting the, the recurve model. I get up there on a the line, and this thing, it is smoking arrows out of it. it. If I had to guess, it would be, boy, high 180s, probably well into 200 feet per second, if I had to guess. Uh, slow and like maybe 180. I, I'm I'm a short draw guy. I, I only draw 27 inches. And it was just, it was amazing. That thing was just smoking arrows out of it. So, some other bows that I picked up and got a chance to try. Uh, Timberhawk. Um, I shot a few bows out of the Three Rivers lineup that they're selling. The tomahawk bows, um, it, it was just, it, it was an amazing, amazing thing to just walk to all these different bow makers and vendors and just be able to put hands on products. Um, you know, there was a lot of people out there, like uh, on Sunday, you could, you could pick up a spool of B-55 for five bucks. You know, you just don't find that. Uh, points. Uh, Ace was there. Ace manufactures broadheads and all kinds of points. And it was just, it was phenomenal seeing some of the setups that these people have. And uh, Northern Mist Bows was there. I shot one of his. I, I, shot, I shot the Great Northern Critter Gitter Special. And... Man, I just, the variety of bows there was astounding. It just everywhere you looked, there was a, a booth. And it it kind of went in waves. Uh, booths would fill up. And it it kind of worked like a mob. And, and they would cycle around and they would mob these booths. It, it was just, it was phenomenal. Henry Bodnick was there. Talk to Henry Bodnick. Um, Fred Asbell was there. Got to talk to him. Of course, I spent uh, just a lot of time with the mics at Sock Trail and Bo Collins. Uh, by the way, special shout out in this one. Big D, man. It was pretty cool sitting down to dinner with you. Uh, it, it was just, it was phenomenal like if you guys have never been before let me tell you next year 
clear your schedule for Kalamazoo. Take the time, make the trip, and just go and see and do, pick up, shoot, see products that they're working on. It It's, it's beyond words. So, Sky and I, you know, I took a ton of video, just absolutely a ton of video, and it was shooting all kinds of bows. Day one, Saturday, it was kind of hard to concentrate, um, one, for me, because I had just seen this epic bow that was built for me. And really, I could have shot no other bow there, and I would have been absolutely happy because I was shooting the most epic bow in the show. But, we were cycling through video after video after video after video after video. I, I think, I honestly, I think I've, I've got about 20 videos of Sky shooting, and I think he took about the same of me shooting, and and we were picking up bows, and... It was really, I mean, it was a tremendous experience for me. And I, I'm slightly seasoned in archery. You know, I, I've shot a lot of Black Widows. Uh, Germany was kind to me, and it, it let me shoot a lot of really custom bows and unique bows and figured things out over there. So I had a pretty good grasp of what bows would shoot like, even just by looking at them on the shelf. And I took Sky with me, and... And Sky's relatively, he's not really new to the sport, but he really is, he's a newcomer to the sport in the fact that he set it down for a very long time. And when we met, we hit it off, and I've been helping Sky come back into the traditional archery community. And he's loving it, and it's just watching him pick up a, a custom bow from one of many makers and we go up to the line just three or four arrows and shoot the bow and it's like wow oh my goodness and just to see the smile that sky would have when he would shoot a bow that just absolutely agreed with him it was fantastic so for the show um i had decided well l let me start over a little bit so uh Mr. Barry Retcher out there um, had needed a string, and I just sent him a message on, on Facebook Messenger and said, Hey, man, you need a string. You're getting jerked around by a guy who was supposed to make one for you. So let me let me just make you a string, and I'll send you a string. And he was like, That's fantastic. What do you want for it? And I was like, I don't want anything. Like, you need a string. Uh, I'm only one state over from you. I'll, I'll drop it in the mail. shouldn't cost me more than a couple bucks. I'll just get it sent off to you. So I made up the string, got it sent over, and he was like, I, I'd really, do you shoot with a tab? Well, to answer the question, I'm a shooter. Plain and simple, I'm a shooter. Thumb ring, glove, tab, I'll shoot whatever. Um, my preference is for a glove, not so much a tab. And I said, sure, send me a tab. Uh, so I took the tab, and the tab was my finger protection for the show, Worked absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, I'm probably going to screw up the name, but it's Outlaw Products Outdoors, I think, is Mr. Barry Retcher's uh, company. 
I'm probably screwing it up. So Barry, if you hear this, I'm sorry, but go check him out. He makes a really high quality product. Um, yet again, I'm not a huge fan of tabs. His tab does work quite well and does exactly what it's designed for. So we're at the show and I'm just, I'm shooting, I'm shooting, I'm shooting, I'm shooting. I, I shot so many bows and it's kind of the reason that this podcast is coming out a little late. Um, there was so much information to process. I'm still going through business cards, flyers, notes from my notebook, videos, and I'm, I'm reviewing all this data and, and remembering what bows that I really liked and, and why I like them and who was the maker of them, where are these people from. So one, a couple bows that I'm, I'm really going to touch on, number one is definitely the Sock Trail Seneca takedown. Oh my God. If you guys get a chance to go see Mike Roberts, Mike Dreifout, go see the Sock Trail Boys. And if you get a chance, go shoot that Seneca takedown. Get one on order. So they're running uh, a special where if you order the takedown, I'm not going to quote numbers on here because I would get it wrong, but they're running a special when you order a Seneca with uh, recurve limbs and longbow limbs, or longbow limbs and longbow limbs, or recurve limbs and recurve limbs. You can get them in different weights. They're built to match the bow. It's absolutely just phenomenal. Um, I am not a fan of uh, and I'm going to say it, I am not a fan of takedown bows, specifically three-piece. Uh, generally speaking, I don't like the way they look. They they look like they're made to come apart. And Mike Roberts designed this bow specifically so it would not look like a three-piece takedown. And he smashed it out of the park. Just smashed it out of the park. Uh Mike, if you're if you're listening to this, or Mike Dreifout, if you're listening to this, uh, <laughs> prepare yourselves, guys. The, the time is coming. I'm going to be ordering myself a, a Seneca takedown. So another really groovy bow there that that kind of kind of caught me off guard um, was available through Three Rivers. Now. It, generally speaking, I try to stay away from uh, real production type bows. Um, it, as you guys know and listen to me, uh, people that are really mass producing bows, it's not that I don't like them, it's that I like to concentrate on smaller manufacturers, people who are doing their best every day to paint a better picture of the future of archery. Now, I shot this Tomahawk bow, and I want to say it was the Emerald. Uh, I can't remember other than it has Emerald in the title right now. I should have written it down, but I didn't. Man, what a shooter. Uh, at 50 pounds, it shot extremely comparable to my Sarles Archery Sawtooth, which is a, a full-on custom uh, price tag yet again don't quote me hop on three rivers go check out tomahawk bows 
I do know it's not one of the pricier Tomahawk bows. It was one of their more moderately priced bows. Shot extremely flat. I shot it. Sky shot it. It, it was an incredible shooter. Completely, completely threw me off. Um, we walked down. Uh, I shot a, a Predator bow, which is another company that we found there. And, you know, it, it's it's really weird. Some makers out there are making bows, and they'll make bows in the higher poundage. So I started out, I picked up the first Predator bow that I was going to shoot and shot it. Uh, 62 pounds, I think it was. And it shot okay. It didn't disappoint. Um, it just, it really didn't connect with me. And I, I'm used to shooting heavier poundage bows, and it, it just, I didn't get the performance out of it that I, I had thought. And, you know, went back and it was hanging the bow up and, and, the bowyer had come over and he was talking to me. He said, well, you know, try try another one. And so I, I picked up a, a 50, uh, 51 pound that was there and was like, all right, well, I'll try shooting this. He gave me arrows appropriately spined to walk down. And man, that thing was astounding. Absolutely loved that one. It did a, a really good job. Uh, it, it was pretty neat. Uh, then walked over to Timberhawk bows. Uh, so I actually walked over, picked up a, a one-piece longbow, which I'm quite the fan of. And you guys are going to hear me review a, a whole bunch of one-piece longbows. I really like the reflex deflex. I like the shorter hybrid style bows. And uh, went and shot it, and I was kind of like, ah, uh, uh, yeah, you know, hemmed and hawed over it. And it was like... Nothing overly impressive. So I walked back, hung it up, and, and the guy from Timberhawk was like, uh, here, try try another one. You know, we make a three-piece and, you know, g- give it a shot. Well, against my average judgment, I walked over and picked up the three-piece and took it down and shot it. And it was actually a pretty stellar performer. Really threw me off because, uh, like I said, not normally a fan of takedown bows. Uh, nothing against them personally. It's just a look thing. And, you know, the thing, honestly, it outperformed the one piece by quite a bit. And it, at least in my eyes, it performed like I was expecting a bow to perform. And it was just, it was a really great thing. And moving on through the show, they have a, a used bow swap shop side. You go over there. With some marvelous displays. So we were checking out displays. I was looking at Art Young arrows. Uh, I was looking at uh, Pope arrows. Uh, just all kinds of arrows from huge, huge names. And when I finally get all this information processed, so you guys understand, um, my podcasts, my Kalamazoo experience is going to come out in in a sev- several podcasts, so it's going to take me a, w- a while to talk you guys through all this because, like I said, just tremendous amounts of information. Sky and I, we didn't even stop for lunch on those days. Uh, we would wake up, uh, we'd be up around six. Time to go downstairs at seven. Go eat breakfast. Go back upstairs. Chill out a little bit. Stop on 
on the way for some coffee, pick up some coffee, go to the show, and then we were in the show, and realistically, we really did not stop other than to just gather our thoughts for a few minutes and walk around and go see something else. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this preview. It's going to be a little shorter than normal. But like I said, forgive me. I have a lot of information that I've been been digging through and digging up and cycling and trying to put in order and get specific details for you guys on things. If you get a chance next year, clear your calendar. Go to Kalamazoo. You won't regret it. As for right now, I'm going to wrap up my show. I'm going to give a few shout-outs here at the end to people who I truly think are painting the future of archery, and they're painting a beautiful picture right now. Number one, I, you know, I just, I absolutely, I have to give credit to the Sock Trail guys. Absolutely just killing things out there with what they're doing right now. Uh, they're keeping their bows reasonably priced, which I absolutely love. Go check them out. Sock Trail is just murdering this scene. They are doing such a good job. Um, go check out Mr. Barry Retcher, Outlaw Products Outdoors. Go check him out. He is offering some astounding leather work. He's reasonably priced. I like what he's doing. Um, yeah, it's just astounding. Mr. Bo Collins down there, Dreammaker Leatherworks. Oh my God. God, you should have seen the leather that he had on the tables. Unreal. Just unreal the artwork this man is putting out. Keep Yet again, keeping it reasonably priced. Talk to Bo Collins. See what he's offering. He's a, a different flavor from Barry Retcher. It just... Go check both of those guys out. I mean, they're offering some solid leather products out there. And they have different, slightly different flavors. It's just, it's amazing. Go check out Bo Collins, Dreammaker Leatherworks. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Um, and there was another one that, honest, I, I was going to throw them out there. And it just, it completely walked away from me. So, um... I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I know it's coming out late. Um, expect one coming Friday. By that time, I'm hoping to have several notes put together and in order. So it, it won't be as choppy. So, as always, keep your bowstrings waxed. And I will see you next time. <laughs>